just when you think the enemy is winning and the war is lost, some good news comes from the front lines. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Ever since I started this program, Truth to Ponder, about a year or so ago, a little over a year ago, finding some good news to share sometimes is not easy to do. Of course, most media is always engrossed in the bad news of the day. That's just the nature of how things work in the news business. I understand that. I've been trying to give you useful information and news you can use. I'm not one of the mainstream media outlets that's always trying to push the fear narrative and make you tremble inside of your own home. I don't do that. There's plenty of bad news out there, plenty of things that are risky, plenty of issues, plenty of problems. I thoroughly understand that. I understand this virus can be dangerous for a pretty substantial number of people, especially those that have additional comorbidities, other health issues that may have been undiagnosed. I also know that people like me that would be considered over 65 are at a higher risk. I get it, which is why I don't take any undue risk during this time with a novel virus. Now, let me explain what that means. You've heard that term probably given a number of times and never understood fully what a novel virus is. That means it's new. That means we as people have never faced this before, so we have nothing built into our immune system to prevent us from coming down with COVID-19. Most of our immune systems will not completely block it out. And thus the high number of people that ended up coming down with COVID-19. Now, I don't put a whole lot of stock anymore in the PCR test. I think that the numbers on those things were so easy to manipulate and were oftentimes proven to be phony. We've talked about cycle thresholds many times over the past year. And that's the amplification factor being used on the test. And meaningless viral fragments can suddenly appear to be a positive case of COVID or SARS-CoV-2 when none in reality ever existed. Now, I've seen some credible numbers, depending upon the cycle threshold, that have indicated that the vast majority of the test given could be a false positive in some cases. Regardless, even with the more standardized threshold, a very significant number could be a false positive. In other words, you can get whatever number you want depending upon the type of test given, what decision is made on who gets which test, which seems to be happening now in our new vaccinated versus unvaccinated world. I'll have some stories about that a little later as I clarify the data and make sure that what I'm giving you is totally accurate. There's a lot going on that is some good news and it's hard to find. We have been driven by fear for a year. And when you look at how these kind of plans have worked over the past year, the idea of fear, control, 
lockdowns, economic hardship, get rid of the current president in this country at all cost. Yeah, the establishment never liked him because he exposes their dirty deeds. Now, I'm not saying that Donald Trump is a saint, but he has shown the light on some pretty despicable characters within our government. And they don't like to be exposed for what they are. Evil never likes to be exposed for what it truly is. It's ugly and it's horrible. And with this with this pandemic, many have called it a plandemic. At times, I begin to wonder myself. And there's enough evidence to lean me in that direction. How is it we had this wonderful event in October of 2019 planning for a worldwide coronavirus-type pandemic, a novel virus? And wasn't it convenient that John Hopkins University had all this wonderful software and dashboard ready to roll when it came to our shores, when the virus first started taking hold around the world? And think of all the lies we were told early on. This came from a bat at a meat market, wet market, or frozen food. We've heard all kind of variations on the theme that it came from nature, that it did not come from a lab in Wuhan. And those that tried to suppress the idea that it didn't come from a lab in Wuhan... Well, they're the same people that were busy in the, shall we say, gain-of-function business, though they lied about it. They were trying to cover their tracks. Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, he was very vocal in saying, this had to come from nature, not a lab. How would a zoologist know that? I think he knew that it was coming from a lab, and he knew that money he had been given by the, by well, by Dr. Fauci, essentially, was being used in Wuhan, China. And they had to cover their tracks as fast as they could because they're culpable. I mean, why would U.S. taxpayer funds be used on gain-of-function research for a biological weapon, which we allegedly have signed treaties not to do? Why would the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill be playing with this stuff? Why would it be going to Canada and other locations? And why did money from the United States taxpayer, along with this novel virus, end up in China, where the Chinese military also has a say-so in the development of this bioweapon. Honestly, I think truth always will come out at some point. It may take a while. It may not be today, may not be tomorrow, next week, may not even be till sometime next year or so. But I truly believe in the not-too-distant future, the truth is going to come out. And it's going to be painful and shocking to many people in this country. There's no doubt in my mind about that. It's going to be a very, very difficult time for a lot of people. Now, I have some very strong opinions, and you've heard me share them before. If, in fact, it is proven that Dr. Fauci lied to the United States Senate saying we do not fund gain-of-function research, when through a third party they did, Fauci not only needs to be fired, he needs to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And a more deeper investigation 
into what this virus has done, how many millions of people it allegedly has killed, and he and everybody that had their fingers in that big financial pie need to be dealt with accordingly. That is the only just thing that can be done. Now let's get back to some of the good news. First, I want to just share a little bit of a story that I've got a little soundbite I want to play that came from a video. And you see, nurses are talking about these breakthrough cases in the Delta variant and how they're affecting mainly, believe it or not, contrary to what you're told, and you'll begin to understand why. A lot of the vaccinated are, in fact, facing adverse reactions to the vaccination. There's a nurse, I listened to a video earlier today, that says hospitals and hospital doctors do not want to acknowledge the fact of adverse reactions and report adverse reactions to the vaccine as a breakthrough COVID case. The more COVID cases and COVID deaths, of course, the more money the hospital will make. I've known that since March of last year in my work in emergency management. There's a premium paid by the federal government for COVID cases and deaths. And so the more money a hospital makes reporting adverse vaccine reactions as COVID cases is a good way for the hospital to maximize their profits in these uncertain times. Now, there are a lot of hospital doctors who have disagreed with that. They find themselves unemployed. Same with nurses and others. They're fired. They'll never get a job in the healthcare system again for telling the truth. At least they're not right now. There was a nurse interviewed that says half of the nurses at the hospital where she works are going to lose their job because they are refusing to be vaccinated. She says she has seen the terrible effects of vaccination on patients that are unwilling to do this to ourselves. Many nurses will quit because they cannot stop doctors from making people ill by vaccinating the medicine, it seems to have has ceased being about health. It's all about money. Funny, my wife and I were talking about that the other day. When I look over my lifetime, the great strides in many areas that the medical profession has has given us in extending and, and improving the quality of our lives for the past 20 or 25 years has been moving more to a very money-based system where the profits... The profits are far more important than the results for the patients. Look at some of the drugs coming out now for many diseases. You know, you, you, you watch these cute little commercials with cute little cartoon characters and people and everything else, and it's all smiles and, and nice music and wonderful scenery, maybe at a restaurant or at a beach or whatever it is. And we're supposed to be told... This medicine will make your life wonderful. And you're watching all the imagery and the music while the guy quietly rattles off all the side effects that can kill you with this new drug. And it's not like there are one or two. On a 60-second commercial, it takes 20 seconds sometimes to put in the worst. But talk to your doctor about placebex or whatever whatever the new drug of the day is that's going to cost your insurance company $200 a month for the rest of your life. 
There are medicines out there. $4,000 a month, and once you start taking it, you can't stop. I think some of the pricing has gone downright ridiculous in the medical profession in terms of these medications, these new concoctions. And then you look at companies like Moderna that never really produced anything. They were made to become, you know, they were going to do the mRNA. They're looking at their vaccine as a software uploaded to your body to change it. That's what they say on their own website. Pfizer jumping in there. They were one of the, they paid the highest fine in the billions of dollars not that long ago for some of their fraudulent and illegal action. Well, they've recouped what they paid out on a fine by rolling out their Pfizer vaccine into the arms of countless millions of people around the world. Yeah, they've made billions of dollars back and totally wiped out what they lost in fines years ago. AstraZeneca, whose vaccine is used overseas, also had had some questionable issues in their in their corporate structure and the things that they put out. So here we are. Here we are, what, 18 months, 19 months, depending upon when you want to say it first came to the shores of the United States and Canada or the Western world, so to speak. Kind of showing up in Italy, what, in February and then here? In March, we really got geared up. Here we are talking vaccines and vaccine mandates. And a lot of people are beginning to worry. How are we going to function? I don't want to take this vaccine. I could lose my job. And some people will will lose their jobs, at least in the short term. You find hospital policies that suit the NIH and the CDC and the FDA because it protects the vaccine reputation And remember, I don't care what they say. These were approved for emergency use. And there's still some questions I have unanswered about the so-called approval given the Pfizer vaccine. Is it the vaccine we're actually getting from them or some future vaccine that's not even marketed yet? Why have we suppressed workable, known ways of, of curing a patient? And getting them into full recovery. Why has that been suppressed with a vengeance by the social media, by the major networks, by this inept White House and CDC? Why have they suppressed this? Why do they want to use terms like, you know, uh, it's worm pace for a horse? Many of you may have seen a news story shared out there from one of the most bankrupt media outlets that is one of the most disgusting, just vile outfits, Rolling Stone. They showed a picture of all these people standing outside, lined up outside of a hospital. And they're all wearing their face mask, of course. And they made the outrageous, baloney, garbage, manure claim that because the hospital was so full of people that had overdosed on horse dewormer, ivermectin, that all these gunshot (laughs) people that are suffering gunshot wounds are having to line up outside of the hospital. 
Well, the whole thing was a bunch of lies. Number one, everybody in the picture is wearing a winter jacket and gloves. And this picture was taken in August in Oklahoma. I didn't know you had temperatures in the teens in August in Oklahoma. Unless you're using the Celsius system. Certainly not the Fahrenheit system. And everybody's standing there nonchalantly looking at their phones in this line outside of a hospital. And I'm not even sure what the picture was for, what they were waiting for. But Rolling Stone, the trashy garbage piece of, I can't say it. You know what I'm thinking. I'm angry. They're trying to convince you and people believed it. They fully believed it and they're sharing it. Look at all these people suffering gunshot wounds. I didn't know they had 30 gunshot wounds in a small town in Oklahoma every day. Maybe Chicago, but not some small town or medium-sized town in Oklahoma, not even Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Broken Arrow or any other place that I've ever been there. And their Rolling Stone magazine is trying to say, The hospital is clogged up with people that have taken horse dewormer, ivermectin. And all the gunshot patients have to stand outside in the freezing cold in August with their face mask on, playing with their cell phones. The most insane thing, yet people were sharing this and they're fully believing it. Our social media giants are trash. They're reprobate. They're dangerous. They're liars. They are now satanic, in my opinion. They have given their souls over. They've sold them out to Satan himself. There is no redemption in them. The Bible says they will be full of delusion. And I firmly believe that many in the media at CNBC, or I should say MSNBC and CNN, they are now, they are now given over to a reprobate mind by God himself, There's no redemption in them. They have damned themselves by their own actions. Their own cursing against an almighty God. And they're given over to delusions. In many hospitals, sadly, especially in hospitals in blue states, the only treatment that the hospitals will give a COVID patient, maybe, you know, remsdevere, which, and put patients on ventilators. And remdesivir, which was you know, touted by Fauci because it's like $1,000 a dose, has serious side effects of its own. And we now know that ventilators kill more patients than they will ever help. This is not about... This is, has nothing to do with improving health. It's all about improving the financial bottom lines of Big Pharma. I'll tell you what. Patients have been murdered by the refusal of treatment with things like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, which many doctors worldwide, worldwide have indisputable evidence that it works. But no, what what does CNN do? What does MSNBC do? What is, you know, what is the trashy... Rolling Stone, garbage, publication, Huffington Post, and the rest do. They call it horse dewormer. 
ignoring the fact that since 1988, it has been prescribed for human beings with specially made pills and dosages for people for many things. And it's been one of the most effective medications of its kind with the fewest side effects of anything known out there today. Yet these media outlets will never report the truth. And too many Americans are are wasting their time in, in the ways they do by trying to save their lives. I walk into stores and I see people walking around with a face mask, really believing somehow this face mask that they paid two for a dollar at Walmart make them bulletproof against any virus, let alone the one that causes COVID-19. If they had worked before, and we have studies after study after study over 40 years that prove that they do nothing, the face mask, except raise your your O2 level, or actually your CO2 level in your blood and knock down your O2 level. I've seen people faint and get dizzy. If I wear one of these garbagey masks for too long, even I can't stay in a grocery store too long, I begin to, well, I don't feel like driving a car for about 15 minutes after I take a face mask off. And the COVID lie, of course, is sustained by the PCR test running at super high cycles, which make the test unreliable and a generator of high false positive rates. So I said I had some good news. So I'm going to start sharing some of this with you right now. I'm going to share a audio clip, and this came out of a video. And it's it's a bit sad because these are actual nurses from all over. They're from Canada, the United States. They're talking to county commission boards and other things, and they're telling their story. And you can hear it in their voices. They could easily allow themselves to get the vaccine and keep their jobs. They can easily continue to lie for their hospital administrations and keep their jobs and be in good stead. Instead, they are hunted down, harassed, and threatened with termination. They're told to keep up the lie at all costs, and a lot of these nurses are beginning to show some gumption, and I'm proud of them. And all of us need to pray for them. This just runs about two minutes. Listen to these actual nurses and the things that they have to say. We have healthcare systems that have very minimal people vaccinated. They want to tell you that they're fully vaccinated. They are not. There is departments with 20% vaccinated. Hmm. ER departments are very low. Why? Hi, my name is Heather Cobble, and I'm a registered nurse here in San Diego. I actually resigned from my job yesterday as a registered nurse because of this state mandate to be vaccinated. I was no problem working in the healthcare system over the last 18 months without a vaccine. But now, all of a sudden, I'm a threat to public health. And they're telling us now that we're terrorists and that we're dangerous and we're going to kill people. But yet the ultimatum doesn't come for two and a half, three months. So now, like where I work, we're at critical staffing levels. They're offering $20 an hour bonuses on top of our overtime. They're shutting down ORs because we don't have enough staff to run all the ORs that we have. So they're they're begging us, begging us to work these extra shifts 
So we're safe enough now. We're not killing patients. But as soon as a certain date comes along, we're no longer safe. It's like an expiration date on a curtain. I was warned that I could have been fired for my questions at the listening sessions. I was warned that as a leader, I must get on board with what the system is doing. I was told not to answer any further questions regarding the COVID vaccine. I was offered help finding another job and told that if I disagree with this mandate, I should be respectful to leadership and administration and resign my position. Since then, I've been pulled aside almost every shift and asked, for example, do you have questions about the mandate or your termination? Or how do you feel about me posting your position? They are taking a head count and actively attempting to fill our positions before we are even gone. It's disgusting, it's constant harassment, and it's true discrimination. Managers have been sent a list of employees on their unit who have not been vaccinated. These staff are now being pulled aside one by one and questioned. They are being pressured, coerced, and intimidated into receiving the vaccine. They are being told they won't be able to find other jobs in health care, and those in school are being told they must comply in order to receive future education. We have now been branded anti-vaxxers and have scarlet letters on our chest. Um, we were also at one point reporting positive COVID cases of people that were vaccinated, and I feel like... I don't know, it must have been two, three short weeks later, mass email that said we don't want to know anymore whether they're vaccinated or not. So really? I don't know, the red flags, like why don't you want to know whether this vaccine is working or not? Because clearly it's not. I'm actually a charge nurse on the fourth floor. That's the COVID floor. All our COVID patients are being held there. And I don't know if our CEO intentionally lied or was just mistaken, which is hard to believe knowing this is such a huge pandemic. The patients on the COVID floor, as I am charged, I get to look at charts. I know why patients are there. I know their comorbidities. I know if they've been vaccinated or not. As of the day that she gave the podcast, one third of our patients had been fully vaccinated. Prior to then, before we opened the entire COVID floor, we had a quarter of our floor closed off for COVID patients. There were times that 100% of our patients had been vaccinated. The vaccine does not work. So let me put this into a perspective. And I hope that maybe you understand this. And in the second half of the program, I'm going to give you some really encouraging news. And I I think you're going to want to hang around for that. There is some light at the end of the tunnel. And I really don't think it's a train coming down the other way at us. I really do believe it's going to be some good news. Here's what's happened. We've had fear driven by financial incentives. Period. That's what's happened. You have a totally bankrupt media, mainstream media, that is so in tune with this White House, they'll say any lie and repeat it as many times as they want want them to be repeated. And once again, as I've said before, these are the kind of people that by their lifestyle, their actions, and their cursing of God, many of them, many of them, making fun of God's people and ministers, that God has given them over to a reprobate mind. They're earth worshipers. They're earth worshipers. I have a story about that, too. I think I can squeeze in before the end of the program today. And their minds now live in a delusion. They can't see the truth anymore. They have damned themselves according to the scriptures. The real truth is a lot of people were dying of COVID, or I should say with COVID and other health issues. Notice how heart disease and cancer dropped like a rock last year. And they were dying 
because they were not being properly treated, except they were treated with nothing but ventilators and things that don't work. Known and safe treatments were denied, withheld, because otherwise the emergency use authorization to all these vaccines that were out there would be ripped away and they could no longer jab your arm with those concoctions. And that's why the United States and Europe, they came after hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin because even though they're both approved, have been in in use for decades, and they're extremely safe, and guess what? You can even get most of them over the counter even the human version of ivermectin in many parts of the world, they were demonized by these devils that have sold their soul to Satan to be called dangerous, unapproved, and they're killing people. That's why all the gunshot people are standing outside that hospital in Oklahoma waiting to be treated because all these people took horse dewormer and they're filling up the the hospital beds, which ended up being a huge lie. They ended up having to retract the story quietly. This vaccine is not a vaccine. They changed the definition, by the way, quietly, so it can kind of be included. It's an effort to substitute experimental RNA technology for a vaccine. You know, every time they've tried to do this over the past 20 years, these things at year three and around two or three become total failures. Yet we've rushed this thing in, so we don't know what the two and three year data is because we have never had it yet. Well, we're going to get it now. And what yesterday was considered fully vaccinated. Yep, you came in and you came back, you know, less than four weeks later and got jab number two. You're supposed to be vaccinated for life is suddenly, oh, you may have to come back every five months or eight months. Or we're not even sure yet. And you may be getting these shots twice a year for the rest of your life. You know, in Israel, where 84% are fully vaccinated, the pandemic among the vaccinated is so great that the Israeli health czar already has Israelis on a second, not first, second booster. The so-called vaccines, they have a very little limited time they may protect to a degree, then they begin to fail. And so we have to keep taking it regardless of the adverse effects they don't want you to see. And many, and I've read enough stories on this, are convinced that it's these vaccines or these concoctions that are causing the body to react to the virus and the virus morphs into things they call the Delta variant and everything else. It appears the vaccinated are the factories for the variants. Listen, I have a lot of good news I want to share on the other side. By the way, I'm hoping to have a pretty busy week of programs. I'm trying to line up some guests that I think got one i can't say who it is many of you probably have heard him um before and uh you'll be surprised to hear him on this program so i'm working on that right now and so pray that i can get that interview done uh, in the next day or so i think it'll make for a great program also want to talk about some things that are on my heart and mind i'll do that when i get back there's a lot of opportunity out there We have a short time. And with the good news I'm going to share, I want you to think about this as we go into the break. 
we may get a brief window of opportunity. We may get a brief window of opportunity. If you're a Christian, to prepare for the certain harder times that will come. You're getting a little taste of it now. And I believe we might be getting a reprieve because the truth is going to get out. And it's how we use that time that's going to mean everything. I'll tell you more on the other side. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I've got a secret, and I'm telling Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pet out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, was the most holy day on the biblical calendar, the day when man stood before God and when the sins of God's people were forgiven. But unlike every other holy day, the most important part of Yom Kippur was a secret. Nobody saw it. The whole thing took place in secret behind the veil in the Holy of Holies. Nobody saw it. Nobody heard it. Yet it was the most holy moment of the most holy day of the sacred year. What does that mean? It means that the most holy and important things happen in secret. See, the word holy means set apart. So you as a child of God need to have a secret place, a place set apart from your job, apart from your day-to-day life, apart from your relationships, a secret place set apart even from your congregation, your ministry, a secret place set apart even from the things of God. See, all these things have a place and can be wonderful, but the problem is we so easily get lost in them. You see, it's easy even in the things of God to lose God himself. But the secret place is only big enough for you and God. So you can leave all those other things, even the things of your beloved, and be alone with your beloved himself. You ignore the secret place, everything else will become empty and dry. But if you dwell in the secret place, then everything else will become full from its overflowing. So learn the most holy secret of the most holy day today. Before you go to bed and every day of your life, come back to your first love into his chambers just you and him and be filled up in the radiance and the glory of his presence that's hidden away and waiting in the secret place. Want more? Ask for the secret place. Now hidden for 2,000 years, also a secret, now revealed the awesome and unprecedented mystery of the temple doors and sapphires guaranteed to help you become a strong and victorious believer in the Lord. How do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Remember Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's it. It's so easy. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. Call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now I invite you to join with me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and all the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, the nice Jewish boy at box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah or Haolam, the light of the world. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. This is the Monday edition. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to share a couple of thoughts before I get back into some of the material I've got right in front of me. This past weekend, 
I was never more exhausted than I, I can't remember being as tired as I was this past weekend in, in ages. It just seemed like by the time Saturday rolled around, I was just I was just wiped out. I was so tired. Sunday afternoon, I could have gone back to bed. I tried to do a couple little things for a few minutes in my office, and I just couldn't even I couldn't even concentrate or read. My wife said sometimes when you deal with all this affliction of the world, as we do, and I have to dig into it and read it and, and take it inside of me to process it so I can explain things to you, it really does take a toll. And I know that at some point I'm going to need to get a little bit of rest, and I keep praying that maybe somebody will step up and be able to help me in doing this program or I can get a few days away got some projects coming up in October and doing the radio show on the road for weeks on end is going to be not easy but we're, we plan on doing it God is opening up some wonderful doors and I've got some, some good stuff to share with you did some work over the weekend, maybe that's one of the reasons I got so tired I, I've done website work years ago and I'm not that bad at it but I'm certainly not a graphic artist but I've been working on the uh, the website, which is truth, the number two, ponder.com. You'll see a couple of more pages have been added. I'm still seeking out some, shall we say, professional help uh, to getting the, the site done. And I'm going to talk to somebody this week uh, who I know and I trust. And if the price is right, I, I'm just going to let them... Just do what has to be done to fix it. I mean, I've got some other websites I've been trying to get done for some other good causes that I try to help uh, and do them for free. But my time has been so limited, and I, I kind of miss having a break away from doing a radio show like this and do some other things just just for a short time. Trying to help a ministry that's out of the country improve their radio station. And it's, it's something I just really believe needs to be done. Radio is going to be very important. Shortwave radio is still vital, in my opinion. And that's why I use it for this program and, and plan to increase its outreach. God has been blessing it. And, and it just finds people, and they find the podcast. And you can get that at the website as well. Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth, the number two, ponder.com. So, yeah, I'm tired. But I really am feeling for the first time in a long time a bit of encouragement. Now, on Friday's program, I will tell you I'm going to be sharing very much from the heart. Uh, this is one of those weeks, and I'll explain it all on Friday, where some really difficult memories are flooding my mind from time to time. And I'll explain why later this week, not today. I want to get back to the topics at hand. I read this article, and I want to share just bits and pieces. I don't have enough time to read it all. And this is from Andrew Torba, and he has the site, you know, Gab, Gab.com. We actually use that as our one of our social media outlets. Andrew Torba believes in free speech. He also is a Christian, and unashamedly so. And he's been ridiculed and condemned by the mainstream media, the other tech giants, 
uh, companies. He can't use most banks because, oh, he's one of those Christian conservatives. And he allows people to talk about the vaccine and, and all this other stuff that we, we want to control the narrative. But God has blessed him anyway. And he, and he brings out a good point. And this, this kind of leans into what I was saying as we were going to the break. I've got some good news to share, and I think the truth is going to come out, and we may get a reprieve, so to speak, but that reprieve, let me just say this. People always ask me the question, so when are things going back to normal? And the answer is one word, never. They are never going to go back to the normal we knew two or three years ago. Those days are over, and if you think they're coming back, you're deceiving yourself. However, the truth will come out. I believe that. God has a, he just does it. The truth ultimately comes out. And we will get a little time to stand and fight back a bit. I hope that we'll redeem the time that we are given. See, a lot of people who have received either one or two shots are now beginning to wake up. They were told by the experts all they needed to do was get the shots and things go back to normal. Remember when Biden said, get the shots and take off your face mask? Well, that didn't last long, did it? You were lied to. And they knew they were lying when they said it. Things are far from normal. And now we're being told they'll likely need to get multiple booster shots, even a pill. Who knows what? An endless cycle of all this stuff to deal with a novel coronavirus. A novel virus, like I said before, means we've never seen it before, so we've never developed immunity yet. But like in a lot of things, we ultimately do. A lot of folks are beginning to fight back. Back last, I guess it was Friday, a New York hospital is going to pause baby deliveries after a spike of resignations by maternity unit workers who are not going to allow themselves to be experimental lab rats. Period. There are a lot of people that believed if they were fully vaccinated after two shots, they'd they'd be done with this and move on with their life. They trusted the system. They believed things would get back to normal. A lot of people I know took these shots very reluctantly. And now they're finding out they have bought into a lie. Now they're preparing to be labeled unvaccinated if they refuse to get additional shots. Think about that. You went through this. You may have had some bad side effects. Now they want you to do this like twice a year or more. Yeah, Moderna's. You know, stock prices went up. They jumped 5% on the news that uh, revealed a a single-shot booster instead of a two-shot booster. It's all about the money. Meanwhile, tens of millions of Americans are facing being fired, kicked out of school, removed from the military, refused medical care, and more for having faith in the immune system. See, if you have faith in the immune system God gave you, to overcome a virus with a 99-plus survival rate, you know, you, you know you're, you're evil if you, if you believe in God. Joe Biden, who likes to talk about his, his Catholic faith guiding him, I didn't know it guided you to doing abortions or believing in financing them, 
President Biden, the pseudo president, the fake president, I still believe the election was carefully orchestrated to be stolen. The pandemic used for all these fraudulent mail-in ballots all over the country and especially in five different states, Georgia being one of them, by the way. There's 80 million at minimum, probably closer to 100 million Americans. Now, remember, a lot of Americans are too young to be getting the, the vaccine and don't need them yet. But you know, I would say a third of Americans have refused to participate in this big, big experiment. We need, as, as Andrew Torba says, we need a parallel economy, a parallel Internet, and a parallel society. We need to be building it right now, not next year, not the year after. If we get any reprieve, we better be for telling the Facebooks and certain banks and the PayPals. Yeah, I use PayPal for as long as they let me. I am looking for an alternative, and I think I may have found one. I'll let you know in a week or so. But I want to start divorcing myself from this ungodly world. And you need to do the same thing. We've got to divorce ourselves from this ungodly world in which we live. If you've already been vaccinated, you can join all of us who've not been who have not been by refusing to get the booster shots. You know, one thing I'm beginning to learn. I disagree with some people that I've been reading, and I've been very cautious about saying certain things that I could have shared on this program. There are some people that believed early on that, oh, yeah, within two years, you know, half of the people that took the vaccines will be dead. I never, I never, I prayed about that. I never felt comfortable in saying that. But I do believe that a significant and extremely noticeable number will have serious health issues, and it will be undeniable where they came from. And I'm praying for those that have taken these vaccines. One of the things we now know is that they're, what they do begins to wear down over time, and if you can if your body is able to fight off blood clots and other issues that come with it, uh, maybe in time your body can can heal. And that's my prayer. Like I say, if you've been vaccinated, you can join all of us who've not been by not getting these booster shots. Because many people, they're scared to get them. And at some point, enough people are going to say, you know... You told us if we did this, we would be fine. You told us 15 days to flatten the curve 580 days ago. As somebody said, you know, uh, the hardest part of 15 days to flatten the curve is the first 18 months. The way this is going to have to work is going to be we are not going to put up with being lab rats. Our bodies. If you're a Christian, your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's not property of the Democrat Party or any congressman or senator or president or hospital administrator. Getting out of this system, the existing system will begin to collapse under a sea of unvaccinated talent and shortages and competence and, and the woke political nonsense. You know, this is how I look at it. A lot of smart people that drive this world, 
that don't want to be vaccinated. When you look at the nursing shortage that I predict is going to happen sooner than later, the handwriting is already on the wall. A lot of these nurses are saying, we will not comply. And those that may have had the first series of shots may decide because of issues and what they're beginning to see and learn from their own observations in their own hospitals on their own floors will say, I'm not doing another one. Hospitals will not be able to find, and many already can't. There's some that jumped in so quick, threatening to fire nurses, and they thought if they just posted the job, they would have no problem getting more people to work, and they're suddenly surprised. As you heard in that one audio clip, $20 an hour bonus? That's a lot of money. That's an extra $40,000 a year on a 40-hour work week. And a lot of overtime? Yeah, schools won't be able to find teachers at some point. Businesses that are having, you know, you heard by, you know, the the, uh, commander of whatever, Biden says that he wants companies with over 100 employees to ensure they're vaccinated or fire the employees. And a lot of these companies are saying, whoa, back up the truck. We're having a hard enough time keeping employees. And if we have to fire a third or half, we're in trouble. We're not doing it. You're going to find lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. And companies that decide not to have these mandates, they're going to do better because they'll be able to get the best talent. Many doctors will say, fooey on this hospital system or this group, I'll start my own practice. Families will do the right thing and begin to either homeschool their children, send them to a Christian school if they can, or put together what I believe, this is something that I've been pushing for years, a very easy-to-do homeschool co-op, sharing resources, maybe getting one instructor for like 25 or 30 students. And I think parents could easily find the money to do that. We seem to find money for a lot of things. Blue states and major cities will see a mass exodus of the productive class. And all we have to do is say no and start building our own society for ourselves. Take control of your own destiny in the light of God's word and do what needs to be done to protect our families and preserve our values. And Andrew continues, he believes that God has a plan, he always does, for what is unfolding on a global scale today. We must now more than ever hold on to our faith, put up with the persecution. Listen, I'm telling you, I've told you, I've warned you. The time will come, as the Bible says, you'll be hated for my name's sake. That's what Jesus tells his disciples. They will think killing you, they're doing good service, God's work, or whatever God they believe in. The earth worshipers, I saw this article that appeared, I I don't have it in front of me, but I can find it. Yeah, here it is, real quick. A Christian band is going to release an earth worship climate change album. I've always told you I have some trouble with some of these mega churches and their praise bands because their theology is so stinking thin. It's dangerous. 
Now, the name of this band that claims to be a Christian worship band, and they have a hashtag, Climate Vigil. They're crowdfunding to raise the money to release a new recording, a new record album. And this album, unfortunately, is not centered on the worship of Christ or even any kind of remote acknowledgement of God. This album is a climate change album designed to center your worship on the earth. Reprobate Minds. The group's crowdfunding page states, climate change hurts everyone. You know, I hear this and hear this. I've heard we've had 10 years left for 50 years. If you do some really deep research, you'll find out there were times that hurricanes are worse than they are now. This has been used as a wedge issue. And they're claiming that climate change is hurting the poor, the children, and generations to be born. It's social injustice, and Christians are called to respond with action. And like all movements, they say, we need songs to guide us, sustain us, and inspire us. That's why we're proud to announce together with the Porter's Gate Worship Project That's what they are, the Porter's Gate Worship Project. They're doing the first Christian worship album to focus on the climate crisis and worship the earth. What does God say to those that trade in worshiping the creator over the, you know, and start worshiping the creation? He gives them over to a reprobate mind, the type that think that they can fix the world with vaccinations. The type that think we can change our our gender. I'll tell you, I I am just I, I'm just amazed. I am just totally amazed at the stuff that I see in our world today. Illuminate the shadows. Be our refuge in the time of storm. Climate change. It's here, and it's getting worse. Climate change hurts everyone, but especially those who are least responsible, the poor, our children, and generations yet to be born. This is a grave injustice, and Christians are called to respond with faith, hope, Well, I think I'll pass on the uh, crowdfunding of that particular album. I think you should, too. Maybe it's time we focus on Jesus Christ as our hope and recognize that this world has put up with a whole lot of stuff. It's a living planet, a tribute to a living God. By the way, a couple of quick stories I don't want to forget to put in here today. You may have read that Denmark is opening up and ending all their COVID restrictions, and they're calling it a success of their vaccine program. But there's one little problem with that. They already know that England, Scotland, and Israel, the most vaccinated countries in the world, well, they're having big spikes in hospitalizations and deaths. The key is Denmark got a late start, and so they're in that little tiny window where things look briefly good before they unravel. Another story that came out over the weekend, and I saw this on Saturday, actually. Boris Johnson in England has decided, you know, maybe the idea of a vaccine passport is not really a good idea. 
Maybe all those protests the media refuses to show you in England, in France, and other places, and even here in the United States. Do you think? Do you think that MSNBC and CNN are going to talk about the hundreds of thousands that are screaming, "We're not taking this garbage in our arm"? Of course not. Of course not. They'll just attribute this to the success of the vaccine. I think the truth's going to come out. That's what I've been trying to tell you. The truth is coming out. That's why we do this program. That's why we have truth to ponder. Look at these things that are beginning to to come out. The truth is actually out there. And if we as Christians get a bit of a respite and we don't use this time, then God help us for failing The signs of his coming are everywhere. Whether this is going to be the great tribulation coming or just another time of enormous tribulation coming. Over the many centuries, a lot of people in the church saw these times coming and they prepared. Jesus gives the the parable of the, the ten virgins. Five that were wise, five that were foolish. Five were prepared, five were not prepared. And it's not just for the second coming. It's in all the trials and tribulations that come. The signs of it are on the wall. You better you better take notice that the world is not coming back to the way it was. And our job now more than ever before is to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and be prepared for the next go-round, because it will come. Do not put, the Bible says, your trust in princes or the sons of men. Put it in God. Stop looking to 2022 to fix things. It's not going to fix things. It may temporarily ease things, but we're still on a trajectory to that final day when Jesus will return. I have some guests I hope to have on this week. Pray that I can get it all put together. Pray for me. Pray for trying to get this website done, the direction that I need to take with this program. If you can help us, yeah, I could really use it for the airtime bill. And our mailing address, we're still in Georgia for all this month into October, is 21 Berkshire Lane. 21 Berkshire Lane, Number 263, that's our secure box, number 263, and we're located in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. That's 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. We're located in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. You can also help by supporting us. You can even use the website if you'd like. There's a way to do that there as well. We have a lot to share this week, and I ask you to pray for me as I pray for you each day. And my prayer right now as we close this program is that God will richly bless you and your family today. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.